Welcome to the Harland Highway. Come on in and see what's happening. Pay a price. Get the ticket to the podcast. No, you don't have to pay for a ticket to this podcast because it's absolutely free. And you know what else is free? Friends. Yeah, that's right. Usually your friends are free. That's one of the great things in life that's free, isn't it? Your friends, you just hang out with them. You call them up. They don't charge you to hang out with them. They don't charge you to be around them. They don't charge you to have fun. And uh, during this special time of year when we are hanging out with our friends and family a lot, you know, a lot of us end up going out for holiday drinks or having uh, some quality time on New Year's getting together with friends or family around Christmas. So I'm sure right now at this point in time, you're close to or have spent time with people you know, gone out and socialized, gone to a nightclub. And so today's show is kind of special. I thought I would just have one of my close buddies over, my buddy Matt, hang out at the studio. We're going to have a little cocktail and just talk about our experiences and some of the fun things we've encountered when we've been hanging out on the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Please go away and leave me alone. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. The Holland Highway. Have you checked the children? Da, 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 da. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the Harland Highway, everybody. You can hear the groovy music playing. And that's because on today's show, it's just me and my buddy, my buddy who lives in town here with me. And we're just hanging out. It's uh, it's nighttime. We're having a beer. We're getting ready to go out and hit the town. And we're just going to share some stories with you as we get ready to go out and play on the Harlan Highway. What's that noise? What is that? It's a beer, man. Hold on. <sighs> nice. Oh, I got one, too, man. So it's uh, it's late Friday night. We're hanging out. I'm here with my buddy, Matt Mazant. Hey, how you doing? And we, we're a little pissed, aren't we? We just went to see a movie, and Oof. we are both pissed. Oh, uh, it, it was one of the worst things I have ever witnessed next to uh, watching you eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> well, wait a minute. What, 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 <laughs> what, what do I do when I eat a cheeseburger? I I, most of the food doesn't go into you. It goes on you. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's like... Uh, no. Like, oh, yeah. Well, you and a hot dog, too, man. Dude, it's... I'm an eloquent, e- eloquent eater, okay? An eloquent? Eloquent. <laughs> I eat eloquently, and I also eat elephant meat. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, no, I'm not really that bad of an eater, am I? It, I, I tell you, I, I've, I've watched people without teeth try to eat at old people's homes, like yeah. if it's like a potluck supper, yeah. um, and, uh, <laughs> and I would actually... I would make out with them while they eat because it's so much better than you. <laughs> yeah. what? That's creepy. You're hanging out at old folks' homes yeah. during the buffet. Yeah, this is the best food. 
Well, anyways, let's get back to the movie. I'm sorry I don't know how to eat right. If you like checkers, that's a great place to go. Checkers? Yeah, it's checkers, chess, oh, shuffleboard. There's, there's a burger joint called checkers. <laughs> nice. See, that's what I hear when uh, you eat. Well, that's the way I do it, man. It's like pot roast. Eat it or lose it. I can't I believe you actually means. brought a pot roast to the theater. To the movie theater. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the movie snacks. <laughs> what What is wrong with that? Who I brings spent, a pot roast? Dude, I spent all day in the kitchen. I had scalloped potatoes, oh, the pot roast. I don't like popcorn. I don't like goobers. If I'm going to sit and watch a movie and give up two hours of my uh, life, I want a feed. I want a nice feed. <laughs> you had roast beef au jus, and you dumped yeah. it on the guy in front of you. So? He shouldn't have been, you know, moving around. He was so pissed. <laughs> Look, just because you had, like, a, a stale bag of popcorn over there. I want to remember that time we, we have this buddy. I got to tell people this story. We have this buddy. This buddy of ours, Fred Beasley, oh, right? God bless him. So w- there's this theater down in Hollywood, the Man's Chinese Theater. It's the famous theater with all the uh, footprints and the in the cement, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to a movie once with Fred Beasley, and he's one of these guys that's always doing practical jokes and everything. Funny guy. He's a funny guy. But what happened is at the Man's Chinese Theater, they have a giant bowl of jalapeno peppers floating in like jalapeno oil right (laughs) people put it on their nachos Uh, and stuff yes so we went to the movie with this guy fred beasley and i stole the big this thing's probably about nine inches high and about maybe six inches across pounds of jalapeno peppers it's a lot a lot and and what i did is i stole it and when we went into the movie i kind of distracted him and I stuck it under his seat. <laughs> and so through the whole movie, like this waft of jalapeno <laughs> was coming up all over him. Oh, that was funny. I loved it, man. Didn't he say it. something, too? Wasn't he like... Uh, <laughs> I think halfway through he figured it out. He was like all fired up about it. <laughs> What's the worst practical joke you've ever played? By the way, this is my buddy Matt Mazan. How you doing? We've been hanging here in Hollywood for like... 15 years or buddies he's from pittsburgh don't hold it against them uh, but what's the uh, craziest practice and by the way you can't matt matt actually was a writer on the show punked but you can't include punked what what is the wildest practical joke you've ever played on someone well to tell you the truth they're actually when i was uh Uh-oh. when i was a senior in high school yeah. we, we were in our biology class we were dissecting cats Come on. I kid you not. What kind of school did you go to? The Satan High? <laughs> it was the Hannibal. Who Han- Hannibal High. Hannibal High. Yeah. <laughs> Fafa beans. How do you like your cat, Clarice? Well, the funniest thing was there was these football players that were sitting in front of uh, my... We were partnered up in twos, right? So each cat, kid you not, came in its own box. Okay. A cat in a box. Cat in a box. Welcome to high school. Have right. A, have so a cat. Great. Every every time we were, we we would start the day, we would take the lid off and pull the cat out, and we'd start working on it. Right. So one one day, I just got the idea that that I, I the cat that these football players were working on actually looked like my neighbor's cat. So I I <laughs> I pulled the teacher aside and I, after class ended, and I said, "Would would you like to play a practical joke on these guys?" 
And she's like, I'm down. So the day of the of, of the practical joke, right? Yeah. I bring this live cat in, and I pull out the dead cat, and I, I toss it aside. <laughs> I like where this is going. Okay. <laughs> right? So I put the live cat in the box. Yeah. And it starts freaking out. I don't know if it was the smell of formaldehyde. I'm not sure, but the cat goes crazy. And I didn't know what to do, so I just slammed the lid down on top of it. Right? Oh. And when I slammed the lid down on top of it, I guess the darkness, it stopped. Like, it didn't move. Um, do you think maybe it was the poisonous, noxious fumes from the formaldehyde that probably um, killed it? No, Hello? I, I poked a couple holes on the side yeah. just for okay. air, I think. Yeah, I, okay, I think. keep going. This is getting It doesn't good. matter. Look, if it dies, we can just dissect it next yeah, year. Yeah, there so. you go. Okay. So, mm. so, Thank you. So here it comes. Everybody in the class is pulling out their cats. Here come... The uh, the football players they grab their box with cat yeah they set it down on the table and I have a camera I have a video camera actually hidden on t- the teacher's desk my first hidden camera I actually was in high school of course wow and and I shot I actually have to show this to you someday they opened up the lid and when they opened up the lid the cat <laughs> popped its head up and went <laughs> right ah. the first guy turned. White <laughs> turned white and froze like that Home Alone scene, like yeah. his mouth wide open. Did it's... he slap aftershave on each side of his face? <laughs> no. Ah! Okay, sorry. <laughs> and the yeah. sec the second guy who had the lid in his hand screamed so high, lid went flying, <laughs> and this cat literally popped up and it just <laughs> stared right at him. It, it, it was perfect. It was oh, one of the, the best practical jokes I've ever done. So these were like the quintessential like high school tough guy football oh, jock yeah. pricks? Yeah. No, they weren't pricks. They're were actually really nice guys. But oh, okay. they were like, you know. It would have been better if they were knobs. All right, they, were, they, were, they were jerks. No, no. I mean, they, they were what they them. were. But, it, it, you know, because every high school has that kind of jerky like, I'm the, I'm the quarterback, man. Uh, you know. Didn't you play football? Yeah, I actually used a human foot. Oh, Clarice. Hannibal High. <laughs> you know, speaking of Beasley, you know what was funny was that <laughs> when when you were you were taking out like thorn bushes. Oh my God! You want to yeah. tell a story? You should tell a story. All right, so back to Fred Beasley and uh, this guy. You got to picture this guy. Mm. He's he's one of these guys that looks like an average Joe. He's a really great guy, but he's got kind of a a little he's a really white kind of pasty scottish guy and he's got pink cheeks and blue eyes and you know he just he just looks like an innocent little harmless guy and so one day I was doing some gardening and down here in LA we have these things called bougainvillea which they they have a beautiful purple bloom but the stem on these things you got to picture um thorns probably about two and a half to three inches long. You can nail somebody to a cross with them. Yeah, they are really long yeah. and really hard and real. They're, they're like needle pointy. Okay, Very sharp, painful. So here comes Fred Beasley. He's always trying to do like practical jokes, and and I'd been out cutting all day, and I filled the back of my pickup truck with with these thorns. <laughs> like it looked like a big pile of hay, like a haystack, right? So um, that night, me and a Beasley and you and a bunch yeah. of other guys, we went out and had some fun, had a few drinks. And we come home, we pull into my driveway, and Beasley, who's always looking to have the laugh, 
in the dark sees all this foliage, or however you pronounce it, in the back of my truck. Full, how do you say foliage? Foliage? Foliage. Foliage. That's a good word. I don't know. It. Wait, let me have another sip of beer. Hold on. Fioliage. Fioliage. And, and so in the dark, he sees this, this frothy pile of plant life in the back of my truck. And he has no idea that it's 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 like a bed of nails. And so Beasley, looking for the laugh, goes running, does a high jump jump. You know the guys that jump in the air in the Olympics and they arch their back over the bar and land on the nice soft mat? Beasley arches his back over the back of my truck, lands on the, on the thorns. And you just it's so funny because you just hear a guy going from pleasure. He's like, yeah, plop. <laughs> just screaming, and we're just standing there oh. howling. Oh, that was classic. And getting back to your dissecting thing, yeah. I guess the only weird thing I did was when I was in high school. For some reason, we had to dissect the eye of a cow. Okay, they have big, giant eyes. Ew. And below my science class, we were on the second floor, was the smoking pit, they called it. If kids wanted to smoke, they had to go stand outside in a special area. It was the only place they were allowed to smoke. Wait, in Canada, you could smoke at high school? Yeah, but you had to go to the smoking pit, and it was Catholic school. <laughs> was, was it like joint rolling classes? Did Probably. They, did they like cheat? In this class, we'll show you how to shoot heroin. Yeah, pretty much, you know. but um, The heroin so- pit. Where was that? <laughs> Um, so anyways, <laughs> so anyways, what I did is I, I opened the window and all the kids were down there smoking and I fired a cow eye into the middle of the crowd. <laughs> and of course they're like, Hey, what the hell is someone picked it up? And there's this big eye looking, used to, ah, they drop it and stuff. <laughs> but let me ask you, what, what was the real point of us dissecting animals in high school? Man, I, I you know, I don't know. Cause I, there was a progression. We'd start with frogs. Yeah. And then the next year, it was sharks. Sharks? Then, yeah. You then, dissected a shark? Oh, yeah. I was actually really good. What, a ba- little baby shark? I did something that the teacher said nobody's ever done, which is take the entire brain and uh, spinal co- like cord out of, a, out of one of those sharks in whole. Dude, you should work at a seafood restaurant. Yeah. You could, like, a sushi. Fill it. You could fillet o fish. We, you could fillet o my fish. <laughs> In my school, we had the black tar heroin pit. That's where students wanted to Wait shoot. Wait a minute! You didn't have a, a designating smoking area at your high school? Yeah, it was called the bathroom. Oh, really? Well, that's where you hid. We didn't have an area. Well, see, in Canada, we're a little more advanced. We had They had an area where the kids could go smoke. Yeah, or the teachers' lounge. They all chain-smoked in there. Did they? Yeah. No. Well, how would I know? I don't go into the teacher's lounge. <laughs> now, can we get back to what we... Are, you, you, you've been ducking this question. We're pissed off about the movies. Oh. That's where See, we I think started. I know. next thing, you're filet fishing a, a lemon oh. shark. Apparently, you don't need to have a plot in a movie anymore. It's just, Thank you. If you Thank have just, you. If you just have uh, some really cool effects, people go, wow, that's great. That's a beautiful little fake butterfly. But what's this movie about? Yeah. We went to see two movies recently. We went to see Skyline, which was a monster movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then we went to see this kung fu movie. What was it called? The, the, the Warriors, Warriors Way. Warriors, yeah, Way. And and it it's like the same old retread stuff we've seen before. Tons of special effects, no plot, no story, barely any acting, and it's just like this is what they do nowadays. They lure us in with the trailers. Yeah. They cut a trailer together. Mm-hmm. Okay, here here's the deal. We go see Warriors Way. Me and Maddie are at Skyline. Yeah. Okay. We see the trailer for this Kung Fu movie. And in the trailer, it shows all this fighting. And it shows. And, and you just think it's like out in the wilderness or in a city. Well, the whole thing was about ninjas. Yeah. Coming to the Wild Wild West. And we were both like, great idea. But wait a minute. In the trailer, I had no idea that the Wild Wild West was part of the story. I thought it was oh. all in Japan. And they, they they cleverly omit that in the trailer, and then you go see the movie, and the whole ninja thing takes place. It's like a Clint Eastwood movie with ninjas, well, which should be cool. That sounds cool, but a blue ass. Oh, it it was awful. You know, it's funny. Like the opening scene was great, and then the three minutes at the end of the movie were great. Everything else, you could just cut it out. You didn't yeah. need it. It was brutal. Brutal. Was brutal. Why 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 can't we just do a bunch of Rocket Mans? Oh, God, I wish. Those were the days, Those buddy. Were the days. All right, let's move on. You, I've been blabbering right. You get to pick a topic. Come on. I'm, oh, I'm here hogging all the topics. Wow. Well, you Come know what? I'm Go. a little shocked to find about uh, Leslie Nielsen. I, did, oh, I found my out God. late. But... Thanks for a real uplifting topic. Yeah. Let's talk well, about a comedian about... <laughs> treasure that died. Thanks. <laughs> wow. I love that That's guy. That's the last topic. He was great, man. That guy... You know, he started off as, uh, by the way, Canadian boy. Just saying. Did you meet him in the smoking area at high school? You know, why don't you go to Home Depot, buy some <laughs> knee pads, and get on the floor and eat some garlic. Toast. Hey, Leslie, let's go. You got a butt on you? <laughs> hey, you got a cigarette, eh? <laughs> Anyways. Meet me in the heroin pit. I'll be there in a few. Here's the thing. I bet you didn't even know this. Leslie Nielsen started... As a serious, dramatic actor, a leading man guy. Wow. He was like actually like a good-looking leading man guy, and he did a bunch of black-and-white movies. And then all of a sudden, Airplane comes along in the 70s, and he played the straight man, and it just blew up. And he was he was a comedy legend ever since. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What, do, you, do you remember any of uh... I don't remember the names of any of the movies, but if you if you probably went on YouTube or whatever and looked up Leslie Nielsen's early work, the guy was like a pretty dashing-looking, like leading man guy, but he still played it with that straight, deadpan look. And what's funny is he never really changed that when he stepped into comedy. Just the lines changed. Yeah, the lines changed, and and his sense of timing was so impeccable. It was great. I mean. I love that guy, man. I can't even imagine what he would look like with like dark hair. I've always seen yeah. him with gray hair. With ninja hair. With yeah. ninja slick hair. Yeah, no, that it, that's a sad loss. I guess Speaking I Speaking of which, your hair right now is yeah. you're rocking it. I don't know what's going on, but you What do you mean? It's you got a good style going on right now. You know what hair. it is? You know what it is? I for years I've been putting gel in my hair. And for the first time I went out and bought some of that styling mud or whatever it is. Yeah, styling mud. 
Is that what it's called? Sure. That's how new it is to me. So I th- this is like the second time I've ever done it. Well, it's working. Like really? It's, yeah. Wow. Okay. Usually it drips, but there's what there's drips? Your hair. Usually My hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, oh, it's very, God. it's very quaffing. May you wake quaffed. up in Leslie Nielsen's maggot-infested C- arms. <laughs> C O I F. Is there two Fs in quaffed? No, but there's one F and you know what, and uh, I uh, uh, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> Well, what are we doing tonight? We're going to head oh, out yeah. into Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah but you'll see a buddy. We're going to go see there. a buddy who's like a club promoter. He is tonight. Yeah, first time. And uh, and we're going to go hang out. We're going to hit the Hollywood scene. We're going uh, to tell the folks listening about the Hollywood scene because there's people all over the country that probably think that, uh, you know, they've never been to Hollywood. They've never gone out on the town on a weekend in Hollywood. They probably, I think people have this uh, this notion that, that there's orgies going on and people, uh, you know, River Phoenix, d- people dying on sidewalks and gunshots. And, yeah. But what's it really like? Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, it's pretty, it, it's fun. I think it's, what I see is this. I see, when I walk into a club, I see a lot of beautiful people. Guys are g- good looking. Yeah. They're well built. Girls are gorgeous. The girls are, I think most of the beautiful women in the world have come here hoping to be discovered. So right. when you go out to a club. In every town. It's a mind here. blower. Yeah. It, I have to say, it's a mind blower. Like, just when you see one gorgeous girl, like a 10 out of 10, you look four feet over and there's a 20 out of 10. Which it's, is why relationships are really hard because you're like, oh, I found the one. Yeah. But who's that over there? Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. Yes, everyone's beautiful. Yeah. But... Including me and you, right? Yeah, well, I'm gorgeous. You're, you're, what am I? Well, you're just with me, so it, it <laughs> kind of rub off. Hold on, I need a step. <laughs> Hair plugs. So, the, but here's Damn the thing. You. Everybody's gorgeous, but the thing is everybody's looking around for somebody to do something fun. Yeah. It feel, I feel like people are there just like they're mannequins in, in a storefront window. Nobody wants to have a good time. You try to talk to somebody... They don't want to talk to you unless you go, oh, I can put you in a TV show or a movie. So what you're saying is, and, and I know this to be true, a lot of people when you go out in Hollywood are angling yes. the entertainment industry thing. So if, if you don't have a little clout, if you can't really do anything for them, they kind of like, what do you do? Oh, okay, I got to move on. Well, is think it that type it. of thing? Absolutely. Think about this. If you're in Wisconsin, yeah. right, it's 10 below. Hey, yeah. it's Friday night. What are you going to do? You're going to go to a bar, and what are you going to do? Hang out with your buddies. Throw and, darts. And dr- exactly. Yeah. And have a good time and drink. Talk here, to people. Here, it's, I got to get seen because of this. I got to, there's some reason they're there other than yeah. let's have a good time. And ah. that's the problem. And it sucks because I got to say, a guy like me, I don't go out on the club scene very often. No. And I love to go out. 43, was it? Or 44 the first time you started hitting the Hollywood club? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for. Gene Kelly hanging out. Yeah. Thanks for revealing my old age. Um, But, but. I like, like those to go shoes, out. by the way, that he what? was dancing in the rain with. Those were yours. He borrowed <laughs> those them. were mine. Yeah, <laughs> and the rain was actually me up on the roof yeah. crying because I'm so old. I thought it was the dripping from your hair. Yeah, it's the grease. It's the gel from my hair. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, never gonna be invited again to do this. Yeah, You're, this could be your last podcast ever. <laughs> but um, see, now I'm now I'm all off track. But um, clubs, sorry, the club. No, no, you made some good points. But here's something uh, that that people uh, should know about too. 
when you go to these clubs, a lot of times you see like celebs and stuff like that. And I got to tell you, the most pathetic one I've ever seen, and this okay. is true. You've seen this too. We've been out together when we saw this. Hugh Hefner, uh. the Playboy guy, what he does is he'll find out about the hottest club in town. He'll roll in, and he's got like you know twelve of his bunnies with him, mm-hmm. and they put him off in a roped off area. And he like gets up there and dances, and he looks like a, a Tim Burton character, like a, a, a moving corpse, right? <laughs> and then his girls, they're allowed to kind of filter around in the club, but if you meet any, they go, oh, we're not allowed to talk to you. Uh, you know, Hef has a rule that, you know, we're not allowed to um, fraternize with anybody, any of the other men in the club. Yeah. Isn't it weird? That's uh, true, so, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. They're forbidden to flirt or talk <coughs> oh, or right. give out their numbers. It's, yep. it's like, wow, that's creepy, man. It's so creepy. And, but guess what? Everyone in the club stares at them the whole night. Oh, my God, it's Hugh Hefner. Oh, my God, look at those girls. Yeah. They're getting noticed. You know, and, and Hefner's doing his thing, and the club's getting what they want. Have you ever had any, because people listening love celebrity stories. I've got a few cheesy ones that I can probably tell you, but funny, quirky things that happen in the clubs. Like, I'll start with one. I remember I was out at a club one night, and Jamie Foxx, the actor Jamie oh, yeah. Foxx. Yeah. You know, we, we've worked stand-up here and there, and Jamie's seen me do stand-up, and I've seen him. We, we kind of know each other to say hello, and Jamie's always been very complimentary to me, and vice versa. I really yeah, you love guys made him. out once oh, or twice. Oh, please. Eat your cornflakes without milk. <laughs> so anyways, I bump, I bump into Jamie at one of these clubs one night, and he's there, you know, grooving it up, and he's having a good time, and I'm having fun, and all of a sudden we, like, bumped into each other in the crowd and he was like hey man how's it going i'm like hey jamie how you doing and he was all excited he goes he goes hey man let me get your number Uh, let's hang out and i just looked at him and like that leslie nielsen deadpan look and i was totally joking and i just stared at him and go you know i'm straight right (laughs) (laughs) jamie Jamie Foxx got so uncomfortable. He he just, it's like it's like the Matrix. It's like everything froze and in slow mo. He was just looking around. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, okay, man, we're cool. Like, like, and he just it just like he took my number, and I've never seen a guy so uncomfortable. And I didn't get a chance to really go. I'm I'm screwing with you, dude. He just. <laughs> That's funny because I feel that uncomfortable around you a lot too. You do, yeah, and so does your father. Oh, yeah, my yeah, dad. Yeah. He does. My dad does. <laughs> Is my dad straight? No, but he he definitely <laughs> taught you well. All right. that That's my that's All one right. of my stories. What do you got? Any uh, funny, oh, quirky celeb encounters? So more sad than, I think, quirky Let's or hear funny. one. The folks want to hear. Look, folks, what we're doing here is Maddie and I, we're sitting here. It's a Friday night jam. We're having a beer. Have a sip, Maddie. All right. And what we're trying to do is give you a taste of the Hollywood life, the Hollywood scene. We're about to go out and embark on an, a night of fun at the Hollywood clubs. So what was one of the kind of s- sad things you saw at a club with a celeb? Uh, well, there's one in particular that stood out. And, and you know, I, I've gotten to hang out with Harland, um, with you, and it's fun. And, you know, girls always kind of flock to you because you know you're a good looking guy and, oh, and I've God. and I remember one time I, I was I, with two minutes ago you're telling people I'm gay and I'm having an affair with my well, father well most gay guys are good looking and by now, the way <laughs> so. you son of a 
You stain. That's why your hair's all quaffed. So. Hey, so, you're the guy going out with me tonight. What does that say about you? I'm okay, just, anyway, you're, stay you're, on track. I'm not hey, gay. Hey, you're, you're, you're the one off track. Okay, so. Now I'm as uncomfortable as Jamie Foxx was. Now, okay, go. What was your story? I'm at the club, yeah. and, and I happen to be with um, a buddy of mine who's an actor as well. And um, yeah, Look, we got to use names. I threw out the Jamie Foxx. People don't want big blank marks. They want to know who. All right, I, I was with uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Great, Wilmer from that seventy show. Great, what happened? Uh, great guy. Uh, yeah, we we went there as a bunch of us, and we went to this club, and instantly I saw one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. I mean, this girl was a twelve, gorgeous, dark hair, straight, beautiful blue eyes, body was amazing. She looks at me, and she smiles, and I'm thinking, okay, we got a connection. It's on. Nice. So I go over and I start talking. Hey, how you doing? Blah blah blah. She's like, Oh my gosh! From from I think we got the club at quarter to eleven. It was one forty-five, right? And this girl and I did not step two feet away from each other. Okay, it was on. You know what I mean? Nice. I hear you, bro. Numbers about to get exchanged. You know what are we doing after hours? Who knows? Nice, buddy. Then uh, I go, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back, oh, right? No. So I run in the bathroom. Oh. I'm gone two and a half minutes max. Oh, that's all okay. it takes in Hollywood. Well, I think I know where this is going. I but... come back, oh. and she's sitting on Wilmer's lap. Ah, that 70s show. And oh. I walked over to her, and I was like, hey. And she's like, hi. Oh. And I... I said, uh, do you want to go? I, said, I think before we set up, we're going to go get something to eat or something. Yeah. So I said, do you, you still want to go get something to eat? She's like, uh, you know, I made plans. <sighs> so oh. I'm going to go and um, hang out. I was like, oh, okay. So that was, that oh, was one you of you got the... Wilmered. See, when you yeah. said a sad story, I thought it was going to be a sad story about a big celeb. I didn't know it was your sad story. My sad story, yeah. Oh, bro, that sucks. Most big celebs don't have sad stories because they're big celebs. That's right. They get the chicky sitting on their lap. Well, here's one that's kind of funny. Um, th- this is uh, this is at a smaller club. What's that one over? Um, what's the one off of Sunset that goes down the hill a little and it's a little bar? It's like a small little bar. You go down. You down go, which hill? You go. La Cienega? You go past La Cienega and then there's down the hill. Towards Holloway, there's like a weird little hotel. Oh yeah, the Loma Vista hotel yeah, what's, place. What's I don't know place? what that, I don't know what it's called. Anyways, it's a smaller type bar. And one night I'm out. You know, my cousin uh, Kevin Hearn is a member of the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. And uh, one guy. night he's a great guy. He's my cousin, and uh, we're out one night having some fun. And Dave Foley, the guy from Kids in the I was Hall, with you this night. You were with me that night? I was night? with you. Oh, great. With let, jo- me, let me tell with this George? story. With George? George Clooney. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> so we're we're all a little fired up, right? We go into this little club. It's kind of dark, but it's cool. You I know, like James, James Kahn hangs out there, man, right? Yeah. And we get in there, and we all walk in, and sitting in the corner with the candles on the leather couches... Freaking George Clooney George with Clooney. with hotties on each side, oh. and I like George. He's he's suave. He's man. a cool dude. He's man. cool. He's suave, and I'd never met George, right? And so so just as we come in, 
Steve Page, the lead singer from The Ladies, and Dave Foley, these guys light up like they've never seen a celebrity in their life, right? <laughs> and there's the king of celebrities at the time, Clooney. Well, just as fate would have it, the two hotties got up to go to the bar, and George was sitting alone on the couch, right? Right. And so Dave Foley and Steve Page were hammered, both with drinks in their hands. <laughs> they, they're like little kids. are like, holy crap, it's Clooney. We got to go. We're celebs. He's a celeb. We got to go. So they go running over, lose their footing. There's one on each side. They both kind of stumble and spill. They both spill their drinks into Clooney's crotch. Do you remember that? And Clooney just was like, what? And they're like, hey, man. And Clooney sees me, do you remember? And he gets up. Yeah. He comes running over to me like I'm going to save him. And he goes, man, those guys are trouble, man. And I, I go, hey, George, how's it going? He's going, it's, well, it could be better. And I go, you want to go hit Arby's? And he just looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I go, you want to go to Arby's? And he goes, there's an Arby's around here? And I go, yeah, there's one just down the road on on Sunset. And he goes, yeah, okay, maybe later. Like he was just, I have a, I have a tendency to mystify the celebs. He do. You but it was, that was just funny. Like, that was a funny night. That was funny, Fully, man. Oh. oh, they were ripped and they yeah. spilled their drinks. Oh, it couldn't have been. You know, talk about a debacle. It's and then, funny. Maybe that's why George Clooney, because I don't see him out that often. I remember that story and then that story about Fabio and him. Do you remember that? No. What's the Fabio story? Apparently Fabio, and this is something I could be completely wrong when I say this, but this is how I was told. Fabio was at dinner with a bunch of breast cancer patients or, like, survivors, I right? can't believe it's not a tumor. <laughs> okay, that's wrong. Schwarzenegger, that's wrong. isn't it? Yeah, that was Schwarzenegger. <laughs> If but Fabio I think same and country. Schwarzenegger, I, uh, yeah, I can't a, believe it's not the Bada. Austrian or something. I'll be, ba- I'll be back, butter. <laughs> <laughs> You're back, butter. Oh. So he's sitting there with a bunch of breast cancer survivors. There's a bunch of girls. Another right? cheery topic, by the way. Should we throw in dead Leslie Nielsen was at this event too? Right. Could could you be any cheerier? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So we're at a breast thing with Fabio. So I, I guess believe it's not George was at the same restaurant and he was having dinner with some whatever girl. Yeah. And and so one of the girls goes that Fabio was with. Oh my gosh, George Clooney. So Fabio goes, I'll go see if you know y- y- he'll get an autograph or a picture or something. Yeah. So Fabio walks over to George. He's like, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, I'm with some girls. And I guess before he even finished, George goes, why don't you go back over with your, like, whores that you're with? Or something like that, right? And Fabio was like, my what? I can't believe it's not bothered. And it snapped, right? So. Wait, George called Fabio's girls whores? Or so- something to that extent. Wow. I don't know if that was the right word, but he used something like that. So Fabio walks back over. Now, this is what I, this is how I was told, so if I'm wrong, oh, okay. don't call me Okay, so I, I wish you were there because, I, you know, I don't want to Yeah, I was, wait, I was waiting the tables. Yeah, I wasn't okay. there. All right, so, all right, tell us the story. So uh, I think what push comes to shove is uh, um, at the end. I can't believe it's not bother. Wrap it up. The story was Fabio and George were face-to-face, and they were pulling the two apart. Now, who's going to win that match? Come on. I can't yeah. believe it's not bottom. You know, what? you know who's going to win that? I do, a th- I do a thing here. I do a new thing on the Harlan Highway yeah. where I do Harlan Highway celebrity fighting. Oh, really? Where I, I put celebrities into, into the boxing ring. Ooh. Charles Parsley, who does uh, the celebrity racetrack, yeah. announces. Huh. 
Uh, I can't do it now because we're here. We're pumped up. We're getting ready to go out and have some fun. But I'm going to do that as a future episode. Oh, you should. We'll have uh, we'll have George Clooney uh, punch it out in the Harland Highway uh, boxing ring with Fabio good, and have, good, and good have Dave Foley as as his uh, his, <laughs> his ring guy, his, 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 his cut man. guy. Yeah. His cut. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be hammered and go to cut his eye and like give him a tracheotomy. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. We've had okay. some fun celebrity stories. Yeah. Now I want to get down to, and every guy and girl can relate to this. Okay, I want to know and be 100% honest whether the line worked or not. What was one of your most memorable pickup lines uh, out there on the Hollywood club scene? Well, if you, if you need there's a one moment. that I've used, and then there's okay. one that... I, that that actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> and you said one. Right. Just just once it worked. All right, let me hear the one that you use. The one that I use now? Yeah, and then let's hear the one that worked. The one I use now is... And it doesn't work? No, the one I use now, I don't know. I think it's me saying it, probably why it doesn't work. Okay. But I'm usually, you know, my line is, Hi, my name is Matt. What's your name? That's it? That's it. That's the line. That's my line. Hi, my name is Matt. What's yours? I guess, you know, sometimes simple is better. Does it work? I follow it up with, you have a great ass, but I ah, usually... okay, okay, okay. And what's what's the other one you said that worked? That, that No, it didn't work, but oh, it was it fun work. to say. What was it? I just walked over to a girl, and I had a $100 bill in my hand, and I dropped it. And I said, would you bend over for me and pick this up? No, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I just made that up. You weasel. No, no, I didn't. Uh, the one that didn't Jeez. work... Actually, I, I I did use a line on it, but she ended up getting me back. I used this line. It was like one of those cheesy, like here uh, here's a quarter. I gotta go call. Can I have a quarter so I can call my mom? I told her I fall in love or something. It was something oh, stupid. Boy, yeah. Something you read in a like in a bathroom. Yeah. I stall hope you got something. a roundhouse for that. No, better yet, she okay. goes, aw. She's like, look, I'm leaving with my friends right now. Here's my number. Can you call me? And I was like, yeah, because I think I just struck it. She's really hot. She gives me this number, and of course, I like have to call it right before uh, you know I leave the club. So I call, and it's like you've been given the number because you're a douchebag. It, it's one oh, of those like, did you ever hear wow. those things? So she punked you. She punked me. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't heard that. I it, it's apparently it's some like that's cool phone number you give to somebody, right. and then as soon as they call, it's like you're a douchebag. Oh the reason God. you got this number is because you're oh, a complete douchebag. That is a burn. It's a burn, and it's after the fact. Like yeah, you and left they're the gone. Club. They're gone, and you can't. And they're just laughing at you all the way home. Oh, that's yeah. that's like suicide right there. Yeah, and it's like there's options like press one if you hate yourself now. Press oh, two. <laughs> press press two. two if you're a grease ball. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got it back. So. All right. Well, uh, you were witness to one of my favorite lines that I did. Oh, okay. We were out one night, and actually, once again, we were out with Wilmer. Wil- Wilmer Valderado from the 70s show. <laughs> Valderrama, yes. Valderrama. Yeah. And uh, we were out uh, at some club. Uh-huh. And uh, we were out, and I was just kicking it, having a beer, having a good time. And uh, we were all sitting in this little area. Yeah. And this gorgeous blonde, like, actress model. This was years ago. This, mm-hmm. this gorgeous blonde actress model type walks by. Short mini skirt, big breasts, long slender legs. Mm-hmm. She walks by. She'd been kind of walking by me a few times. She walked by. She stopped. And she goes, she used your line. She goes, hi, my name's Holly. 
And I said, yeah, my name's Jolly. Let's spend Christmas together. And four seconds later, we were making out. Do you oh remember yes, that? Yes, I remember was there. that. We all pulled, We were all like, what is going I know. on? You guys are all stunned. Dude, you, you, I've never seen anybody make out with a girl <laughs> as long as you did. I mean, you, it was your wild. lips had to be bleeding. Uh, they were. They were. I forgot was, all about that. Wasn't that funny? And the, all you guys, I could Holy see you laughing. Jolly. Let's spend Christmas together. It was wow. ridiculous. Well, you spent that night together. Oh, like, please. Lip locks. Oh, please. You guys, how were you just breathing off of each other? What do you mean? I don't. You never separated for air. Oh please, we like made out for like like three minutes and that never really saw her. I again. never knew that you could actually French kiss somebody's uh, nose. And oh yeah. Did that. yeah, absolutely. As long as it goes up the nose and comes back down the back of her throat, yeah. and you're still getting tongue, it's yeah. still considered a French. T- it was as amazing. long as there's tongue on tongue, it's a Frenchie. I can't believe it's not bottom. Well, this has been fun, man. I mean, I hate to wrap this up, but we, we got to go, go out. We got to go out. We got to hit the club. We got man. more stories for next time. We got to get some more stories together. Do we know the name of the club we're going to tonight? I don't know it. I don't know it. I wonder if people are jealous that we're heading out like to a Hollywood club right now, or whether they're just like, who cares? I don't know. After hearing some of the stories, they might not want to. Yeah. I don't know. We probably made some good ones. Good run. We had a good run. Let's. You know what? If if we have anything fun happen tonight, well, we'll check back in with you, folks. And folks, if if you guys, you should go on Harlan's Facebook page and and write, send him like on on his on his home page some good one liners that we can use. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or you can even call our uh, the number for the uh, Harland Highway. It's three two three two one five fourteen eighty six. Or you can go to harlandwilliams.com. If you have some great one-liners, yeah. we'll uh, we'll feature them on the Harland Highway in an upcoming episode. Um, Holly Jolly is a good one, man. Holly Jolly, folks. That yeah. Ring jing-a-ling. Um, wherever you are, uh, be safe. Have fun. Um, adventure. Have a great time. Don't pour any booze in George Clooney's lap. No. Uh, Matt, great having you here. Let's go out and have some fun. Yes. Great having you folks on the uh, Harland Highway. Uh, Matt, cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. And until next time, everybody, this is Harlan Williams on the Harland Highway. Chicken chow mein, baby. Cheers, dude. Cheers, dude. I can't believe it's not butter. best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow but have a cup of cheer have a holly jolly Christmas and when you walk down the street say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet oh ho the mistletoe hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas This year